So you are saying those things. Oh, okay. I, I am saying them. Don't put words out of my mouth. <laughs> Don't take words into my mouth. Don't take words Don't from take my, my mouth, mouth and... from my words. Don't take mouths from my words and twist them into your words. <laughs> into my mouth. <laughs> put them in your mouth and make me eat them. <laughs> hey, take my words, eat them, put them in your mouth, and I'm going to eat them. I'm going to eat them from your mouth. Chew my words and then barf them into my mouth so I can speak them. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Fix That For You podcast. Get ready to clench your butt cheeks and grit your teeth. This is going to be an extremely awkward episode where we take your embarrassing stories and we fix them for you, whether you ask us to or not. I am your co-brost, Mitch Hessian. I am your flow flowst, Kyle Reinen. And I'm your brocoast, Caleb Carson. Um, There's something that I learned. There's a study that showed that men particularly heterosexual men, which we, uh, yeah, we all are, um, <laughs> are more creative when in the presence of a beautiful woman that they find attractive. Oh, okay. Um, so they were able to, like, show this by having a woman sit in a room, and then the man sits in the room, and he has to, like, paint something. Like, totally disconnect from her and stuff, mm-hmm. but just the fact that there's a person, like, a woman sitting there. Made them more creative. So whenever we're not funny, I'm going to go ahead and blame it on the fact that you two are ugly people. Yeah. And not <laughs> making me creative and funny. And I would wonder if we could do some experiment experiments and maybe oh. get some beautiful women in here to uh, see if that makes us more funny. Um, We're in dangerous territory right now. Yeah. It's for the um, podcast. Because you you said women as in general terms, not as in like our wives. Um, yeah. My wife is right outside and... Uh... Well, we're not Caleb, you have a little bit of an edge here because we we do this podcast in your bedroom where you have a picture of your wife hanging over your bed. Oh, yes, um, I do. Is <laughs> that why we had to do our podcast? In your, in your Actually, yes. Um, th- I knew this study far before Kyle did because I bought a very nice and beautiful studio for us to record in, but you insist on. <laughs> You insist on us doing this podcast in your bedroom. Well, you know, Mitch, you caught me. Now you know why. It's because the picture of my wife makes me better than you at this podcast. I mean, honestly, though, Mitch, the studio has rats. It's a beautiful studio. It's an abandoned warehouse, Mitch. Call it what it is. It is beautiful. And it's only, it's not, it's more of like a, I call it more of a storage space. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's no, because a warehouse, I think, that alludes to there being um, hairy, big, uh, dis- misgruntled men walking around carrying <laughs> misgruntled, disgruntled, <laughs> misgruntled, <laughs> carrying heavy logs or <laughs> or steel beams, huh. and and the studio doesn't have that. It just has it just has big rats that are carrying logs and steel beams because they're, they're <laughs> those huge. are those are hairy men basically. <laughs> Full circle here, and um, the, the thing about the warehouse or whatever you called it, the, uh, space. the storage space. Is like beauty. it's ugly on the outside, but then you go inside and it's even uglier. <laughs> <laughs> well, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, but I would I think most beholders would, most beholders would say it is pretty uh, hard to look at, I suppose. <laughs> but the acoustics, the acoustics are magnificent, unlike any other. Anyways, <laughs> are you saying that we should invite our wives to sit in this room with us while we just while we just try and make bad jokes? About people's <laughs> uh, people's misfortunate lives. You know, 
I'm not the kind of person that thinks two steps ahead. You just want beautiful women. Um, let the record show <laughs> whatever my wife says I should answer to that. What if we did our podcast more of like a wrestling, like a wrestling competition, WWE style, where we have uh, beautiful women walk across the the with ring a sign. with a sign saying um, episode uh, episode eight, or and then we have to fight each other. Yeah, or the sign could say episode nine. It could it could say no. It has to say episode eight every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> I think I think we should do exactly what you just said. But the wives fight each other. <laughs> okay, now we're who's carrying the signs, though? and then we judge who Are... who wins the who wins the fight. Kyle makes a good point. Who's carrying the signs? Uh, who's carrying the sign? That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to know who's carrying the sign? <laughs> well, um, that's my that's my inquiry. Yeah. Let, let me let me answer that for you, Mitch. We hire a hobo. Give from him a the give him give him a dollar from the warehouse. You know, Hobo Joe. Well, they're not hobos. They're there's they're warehouse workers. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. Those are the I warehouse workers. Clearly, <laughs> you said misaligned hobos. <laughs> no, he said misgruntled. No, 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 no. I said, I said misgruntled. <laughs> misgruntled. <laughs> anyway, what I pro- I propose we we take it two steps back. Just just keep it simple. Mm-hmm. We need to have a beautiful woman in the room. So let's. I propose just. Be efficient about it and have our wives on rotation. <laughs> yeah, I we, think that's fair. <laughs> we've taken two steps forward, two steps backwards. We're we're doing a dance here. We're not getting anywhere. We are dancing a tango into well, a and wall then you right brought now. It two steps forward. You brought it one, one step forward again after your last suggestion. So now we're one step forward. Can I do the two step? Is that the math? A two step. Okay. Do you guys know? No. No. I'm. It's my little uncle. Do you think I would know how to dance? Look at me. Look, look at my at build him. and look at my physique. And Look at his th- feet. They're th- both left. I have extremely flat feet. <laughs> wow, you really do. You, yes. need, you need some arch supports. I. It hurts very badly all the time to walk. Oh, it's no. almost as if you were bred out of <laughs> some sort of program to make the least dance conducive body. I say not genetically engineered to be the worst dancer on the face of the planet. That's what I'm saying. That could be true, actually. That's what I heard. <laughs> no, I think you should consider that a win, man. <laughs> At least you're great at something. You're, you're great at being horrible at dancing. Yeah. All right. Enough about my hideous feet and my hideous physique and my hideous warehouse. Let's, and hideous face. Let's get into this thing because I'm sick of talking about me and how much my life is horrible. Let's talk about how <laughs> somebody else's life is worse than mine. You ready for our first story? Yeah. Wait. Don't. Okay, now I'm ready. Not all at once. So, our first one is by midget underscore puncher. Wait, can you say that? Are you allowed to say that on... Oh, on the audio experience? Yeah. He's me... allowed to on the audio experience because he's just reading what what you know what someone wrote. Better safe than sorry. We're just gonna play it safe and I'll I'll re say the name. This is by Midget Puncher. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Last year in my college class I had a conversation with a girl about my patches. Parentheses. I had a jacket full of patches. <laughs> <laughs> hey patches. <laughs> Hey, Patches! <laughs> oh, man. Thanks for the context. Yeah, man. why did you just lead with that? <laughs> I, I had a jacket full of patches. <laughs> and she mentioned she got a cool patch at Comic-Con the year previously. The following day... As if I such was, a thing exists. Uh, yeah, nobody knows where Comic-Cons exist. The following day, <laughs> I was really absorbed in a game on my phone. I heard her go, here's the patch. And I look up and went, oh, yeah, that is a cool patch. And went back to my phone. Later that day, my friend told me I was so absorbed in the game, I didn't realize she came up to me and went, I brought a gift for you. Here's a patch. 
to where I went, oh yeah, cool, and looked down at my phone, and she went, you can have it, arms outstretched, waiting for me to respond, and she just awkwardly walked away. This kills me still. Man. Hmm. I feel really... <laughs> actually kind of sad after reading that yeah the amount of people that die <laughs> wait what <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing stories it kills her still she's, would, yeah. she's still dying from this one oh right she. that's a that's yeah i think it's a she um let's see so we got patch well here's Taylor, the break th- it down for us you, you always do that Here, here's the thing stuck. there's a lot of unknowns right we we don't know if this person liked the person that flirted with them right mm-hmm. they seem disappointed and, and more than the fact that they were rude. Like, they're disappointed that they were a jerk. True. They seem disappointed that they didn't capitalize on this this really heartwarming moment. Mm-hmm. This bond that they could have had. Yeah. So let's assume they were interested. Mm-hmm. Right? Let's, let's just assume they're interested and they're upset that they missed this opportunity. I think you need to make a grand gesture of love to, you know, to this person. Yeah. Somehow involving a patch. Perhaps, perhaps a, a Trojan horse kind of maneuver where... He creates a giant patch and gives it to her as a gift <laughs> and then jumps out of it and says, I'm your gift. A patch gave me to you. <laughs> and it's just like alternate universes, this oh, whole thing. And then he kills the city. He kills the city after that. Well, right, well, I mean, the city is like her house because he, he got into her house in the giant patch. Oh, so And so then he burns and sacks the city. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But <laughs> all as house. an expression of his burning love. The fires That's of this good. pillaging. That's good. Light right. the house on fire. Right. This is how my love burns for you. This is how my That's really good. Point at it. And then and then at the last second, when the moment's the sweetest, Rick Roller. He <laughs> 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 just start blasting. <laughs> Never gonna give you up. And is that supposed to be a, a sweet gesture or is that supposed to be a, a malicious act? That's kind of like a, you're about to hand someone something. Psych! That's kind of like okay. that psych moment. Like, Got you. Never actually liked you. So what? It, so it's malicious. You <laughs> it, just said that. It is. Um, I wanted to give the depth of, of the moment. Okay. I, no, I like that. Um, I, What are we trying to go for here? Are we trying to win the situation back? Or are we trying to just gain control of, of how this all goes down? Right. That's a great question, Mitch. Well, here's the thing is this person's already a total jerk they're too far gone they might as well embrace their True. their evil side so that's kind of where the angle comes from build your trojan patch pillage the village burn it make her think you love her psych right away laugh psych. walk away she has nothing nothing left and uh you know you've embraced your dark side you're real, real kylo ren on him right okay there. i like that and if you didn't want to go kylo ren if you wanted to go more uh ray qui-gon right Ray, if you wanted to go more Ray Gone, Ray Gone, just stop where? right before, just stop Ray right before, right before, stop right before the psych. And I think you kind of have two options there. If you, there's like a critical oh, moment. It, at the alternate end. ending, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. press that, X for the alternate end. At the moment mm-hmm. you hand her the patch, you will see a little, a little push button pop up, come up down at the bottom of your screen, and say hand patch or Rick roll. Wait, is he still playing the video game on his phone? Okay, Kyle, you just gave away the ending. <laughs> oh, no. I've, I've been wondering this whole time what he's been playing. <laughs> Probably Flappy Bird still. That game is straight fire, man. Straight. Even though like they took it down a long time ago, you can still get the jailbreak ones with Flappy Bird Ooh, on it. Boy. My phone just that still has my, it. That's my jam, dude. I'll spend hours flapping. Sometimes I just go outside and look at birds. <laughs> uh, well, what game is that called? Uh, is that a video? Is it, That's a video game? Uh, well, I just opened my camera up. 
So is it like a Pokemon Go, but for for birds? For yeah, bird think, watching, yeah. Yeah, bird, I think I got go. it off, off of a Go. Bird Go Go. Yeah, I think I got it from that Go You app. got it from a Go? From the Pokemon Go app, but yeah, I think I got that. Is it like a mod? Is it like a modification to the Pokemon yeah. Go yeah, base I think my game? mom gave it to me. Wait, okay, so we, we got to bring it back here real quick. No, we don't. No, we no, 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 we got to bring it back. <laughs> we got to bring it back real quick for, uh, for the listener. I was going to go for a while. I could go all day on that <laughs> one. Oh, we're going back. We're going back to the birds. So what are we going to... What is the game called? So you said it, it's mod. It's called mod. Yeah, <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> what kind of birds do you do you catch in this area? Oh, like I said, I watch the birds. <laughs> oh, and so it you depends don't catch on, them? No, no, you watch them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and you just walk outside, and then you open your phone. You open your camera on your phone, but the camera it's called mod. <laughs> And then you just you, so, then you put your phone in your pocket and watch birds. So I'm imagining <laughs> that the designers of this game uh, just made it. <laughs> <laughs> they just made a, a camera app, and they just called it mod. <laughs> so far, you're right. Yeah, and they just expect you to look at birds through the camera through the mod app. No, you, I think you missed the last part. <laughs> I put the phone in my pocket. <laughs> and then I just will look at birds. Okay, so... Does I've it, never really read the instructions how does to it, the game. So does it track your progress? What? No, that's what my Apple Watch is for. <laughs> There's not like a bird dex or anything. <laughs> so what? Is there, is there like microtransactions to like attract... Macro. Usually macro. Macro-transactions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trading you all of Russia's iron ore deposits. <laughs> no, it's all in birds and bird poop. So oh. like you're, you're paying $1,000 for some bird poop. I mean, that'd be some pretty trivial stuff you're paying. <laughs> you pay more than $1,000. Yeah. You're paying upwards of $10,000. Upwards, downwards, all over it. <laughs> This is a. I need to get on this game. This sounds amazing. Yeah, it's a. It's it's by invite only, so you'd be lucky if you you know. But we'll so, see. So here's what you do, uh, Midget. You download this app. You download it and you invite this this your crush, this girl. I was. Are you both girls? Who you're both went to comic cons. You're both furries. So you're both girls. So you invite your girl friend who's not. She's not your girlfriend yet, but you invite her to a date and you go modding together. And modeling, Mudding. is that what it's called? It's modeling, like, and you go modeling. Like a baby goose is a gooseling, <laughs> so mod is modeling. Um, so you take her on this modeling adventure. Take out your phone, open the app, put put the app back in your pocket. Pay a thousand, take upwards of ten, upwards and downwards of ten thousand dollars, <laughs> and and then you Trojan horse the frick out of her. <laughs> Well, only if you want to go dark side. Only if you want to go old Kylo Ren yeah. on her. Remember, do press X or don't press X for the alternate ending. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pressing X. I always press X. B is just too awkward to hit. B- yeah, it's too far of a reach for my stubby thumbs. Kyle, please, uh, give us another one before we run out of material. Alright. This one uh, is by Millie Terry. T-E-R-R-Y. But if you say it fast enough, it sounds like military. Is it military? Is that what it actually is? Or are you um, are you just trolling us? Well, I think yeah. he's tarrying us. I, I'm I'm Millie tarrying you. This story is brought to us by Millie Terry, and the song, the song. <laughs> it's a song. Sing it. All right. <clears throat> I work. Don't at... don't do this. Oh, just, just I already we, started it. We're not going to be able to get through. A You're going to have to. All right. You don't even have a tune ready in your head. You're just. You're just winging it. That's not going to work. 
I was I was Broadwaying it, <laughs> which is what you were explaining. I didn't have a tune. All right, I'll just say it like I do normally, like a regular. Person. I work at a warehouse where we can wear pretty much anything we want. Is it Warehouse Joe? Yeah. <laughs> so because of the heat that the building holds in, I usually wear running shorts and a t-shirt. With some running shoes. You're really not going to keep the accent up, or you're really just going to... No, the first... It said the... In parentheses, it said the first sentence is in an Australian My accent. mistake. Yeah, because yeah, you're not reading it, that you wouldn't know. Exactly. It's comfortable and functional, his running shoes, that is. Uh, okay, so I go to the men's room during my break and choose a stall that's cleanest and closest to the back wall for cell signal reasons. We all you've know already that stall. Made a, You've already made a mistake, actually, but we'll, oh. we'll get to that later. All right, put a pin in that. I would like to know later on. Anyway, I'm doing my deed... And after about eight minutes, I wipe and I stand up to easily pull my shorts up. I'm sure this is what everyone does. As I reach down to pull my shorts up, they get caught on the back slash bottom of my shoe. And out loud, I say, Will you freaking let go, you stupid idiot? Yes, I'm yelling at my work attire. So after I get my shorts up, I flush and open the store, the door, and open the stall door. There, standing at a urinal, is a coworker who is purposely looking at me to figure out who the nut is in the stall sorry it's just me in my audible thoughts i say hey hey because <laughs> what else can i say to someone who's holding their did hose? he do finger guns too he did finger guns to say hey hey finger <laughs> okay. guns. probably use finger guns yeah mm-hmm. i feel like that's implied i quickly walk out and fortunately never hear anything of it since it happened but my brain ninjas come back every once in a while to remind me of my idiocy lol all right i'm gonna take that pin out now yeah what do you um, got man he said he took the back stall right he took the one he had the a whole list of qualifications he said it had to be the cleanest cleanest yes and the i'm sorry hold on let me find closest to the wall i believe closest to the wall, closest cleanest, to the wall cleanest and because of cell service is the is which and one cell service so so close honestly, to the wall is the end one right yeah he's a little that's usually the end one that is the worst <laughs> stall to go to because it's the one that everybody uses like everybody You're right everybody has these same requirements that's why when I use the public restroom, I choose the cleanest, the one with cell service, and the first one, because nobody ever goes to the first one. Correct. Oh. Call me a psychopath, but it works every time. He's right. Mitch, you're the every best time I go in that stall, there's nobody else in there. Uh, huh. It's worked every time. Nobody goes to the first stall, because they think it's the closest one. Everyone goes in this exactly. one, so they go to the back one, which is what everybody does. Now, now contradictory to what I've just said... Somebody is like code code brown, like it, it, we're prairie dogging it. The yeah. the the dam is breaking. Mm-hmm. Like they are gonna go to the first stall. Yeah, they're not gonna think about all those <laughs> no you know, niceties. Genghis but, Khan is invading your underpants. Yes. <laughs> but honestly, like the ratio to code browns to code greens uh, is is pretty skewed on the code green side. So you're you're still gonna get a very clean and very unused toilet if you go to the first stall. Yeah, true. Um, if you're female. Uh, completely different. Yeah, I have no idea what happened. Whole different ball. So game. you're on. You Whole are on your own. Um, good luck. We've solved problems like this before. One very similar. Actually, it's like very merging. similar. It's like a merging of two of them. Kind of that we've solved before. Um, so you're just in there screaming at your underwear. Um, mm-hmm. hey, you, you freaking idiot! Uh, something stupid head. Mm-hmm. Uh, why are you being? Why are you doing this to me? And you come out, and your coworker's there, and he's like. Who said that? I guess he's like he asked him like who was in the stall making saying all that. I, th- I think he asked him with a look. I don't even know if he yeah. said anything. Oh, he was on He just looked at him as if mm. who the heck are you talking to? Um, that's when you say, 
oh, oh, it's, I'm, I'm, I got this new game. It's called Mod. And I've been playing it, I've been playing it in the bathroom because it's the only place that has, it's the only stall that has cell service. So I sit in, I sit in the, in the toilet playing Mod looking for birds. Um, and I can't find any, and I, I'm screaming at them. Hey, you stupid idiot! Why are you Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> because Because I'm in a stall. That's why I'm not, Why I'm not seeing any birds. Yeah. Well, okay, that was the joke, actually. Right. No. Right. <laughs> yeah, the, the fact that the answer is self evident. <laughs> this is This is what I. This is the approach that I, you know, I would take personally. Uh huh. You know, I'd walk out, and you gotta, you gotta act this. You gotta act it well. You walk out. And the guy's like, what, what the heck? What are you doing? And you just kind of like act like you're trying to keep like a dirty secret. Like you just, you, it's a dirty little secret you're trying to keep from him. And you're like, oh, it it was nothing. There, there's no secret society behind that toilet cell. <laughs> oh my. You, you walk out real quick. And then next time you go, you make sure he's in there and you start, you start screaming again. <laughs> and then when he asks again, you tell him, hey, there's actually, there's a freaking fight club. <laughs> <laughs> And the entrance to Whoa. it is under this toilet. You just you just lift up this floor, this little floor tile right here, and uh-huh. you walk down in. And this is a Hogwarts like toilet right here. Yeah, you'd stand in it, and then you flush, and you right down in the Fight Club. <laughs> but you know, then you get kicked out because you talked about Fight Club. Yeah. But at least you're not embarrassed anymore, and he thinks you're really cool. Yeah. Yep. What and do you then, think it would look like? A- and then he swirlies himself trying to get to Fight Club, and all of a sudden <laughs> he's the loser. And then you're like, "Ha ha! It was all a joke. You just swirly <laughs> yourself." You, and you take a picture on your mod app, and you say, "You you loser! <laughs> you suck! You're like a canary! How stupid! <laughs> How stupid are you? You're like a canary! You're." Ca- <laughs> what, what do you guys think uh, Fight Club would look like in the Harry Potter universe? You, I'm assuming you can't use your wands. No, you use your wands, but you just beat each other yeah. with them. <laughs> just whack huh. I imagine there's like well, a group of wizards who instead of using wands use large pieces of woods woods wood much like a club and uh, so it's literally like a fight club right and they use clubs <laughs> to club each other right they use the expansion spell which yeah is right ex- explain explain expansionus explain your colonius <laughs> and then and then, something like that and then but you have to use the pronunciation very it's kind of like um it's kind of like that one story you have where the chinese guy and he was like are you are you winning but he said like are you hard mm-hmm. um it's kind of like that yeah but you have to you have to pronunciate it very carefully because if you pronounce pronunciate it even just a little bit wrong you get a boner <laughs> you get a boner instead all right well now that we cleared the air on that one um is that about solve it yeah. I think so. I, I think, think so. Uh, um, refer back to episode three. Episode three, but also in this one, uh, Harry Potter Fight Club, he swirls himself. You take a picture with your mod app. Mm-hmm. Hey, Caleb. Um, yes, Mitch. So someone wrote us in. Yeah, that, yeah they did. All right. They wrote us in? No, no. They wrote, they wrote us sin. in. Are they wrote confessing sin. sins to us now? Well, in a way, in a matter of speaking. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Read away. Uh, we're going to call this person... So, uh, so this anonymous, w- though. It, it, it's anonymous. It's, it's anonymous, but her, her name's not actually. It's made up. Name. Okay, so this is what she wrote. She said, "Hey guys, on a Friday night, right before Easter, during my freshman year of college, my RD had given us all some chocolates. I was chilling, watching a movie, and started chowing down on this candy. I didn't realize it, but a couple of pieces of chocolate had fallen in the seat, 
had melted and were smearing all over my butt. (laughs) It was around dinner time, so I grabbed my keys and walked to the dining commons, which was crowded as usual, said hi to my crush, and had my meal, blissfully unaware of the brown disaster on my ass. (laughs) After dinner, I got back to my room and saw the brown mess in the chair, grabbed my butt, and felt something sticky. I ran to the bathroom and looked in the mirror to see a huge brown schmear. It definitely <laughs> appeared like I crapped my pants. I didn't leave my dorm room for a solid two days. How would you fix that? That's a great question. And uh, we have a great answer. Mm-hmm. I have some answers populating in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> let's not treat it like this is like we've never scored a touchdown before. Let's uh, let's treat this one like uh, we do this all the time. Uh, that's first. I was, like, going there anyways. That's what I was going to say. Let's just treat this like a normal football game. So we're just going to hit as many home runs. Normal, it's normal sports analogy. Normal game that we're going to just throw some balls and hit some scores. And we're just going <laughs> to jump that rope real quick, okay? <laughs> so one of my ideas that I'm, I'm brewing up here, this is um something you probably should have done uh, way back whence this occurred. People, if people thought this was a piece of excrement on your jeans... You could have proven them wrong. You could have mm. gone out into the uh, most populated area of of campus, wherever that may be for you. I don't. I don't. I do not know who you are. Take your jeans. Take your well. Don't take your jeans off, but bring your jeans with you with an extra pair of pants that you were already wearing, so you're not taking your pants off in the middle of college campus. Take your take take your jeans with you. Uh, if you can, put them out in the sun for a little bit, so the chocolate is. Um, again, w- once unformed, uh, adequately gooey, gooey, kind of like a chocolate, a chocolate dip, um, and start eating the chocolate off of your jeans. And this, this does two of one things. <laughs> <laughs> one of these, one of these two things that it's doing is you're showing the people around you that this is not, this is not my poop. This is chocolate. So all those things that you were thinking about me before earlier are untrue. Yeah, you can go ahead and just forget all those things. Second of all, it's showing that you are extremely confident and brave and you are willing to eat poop-like substances off of a pair of pants in the middle of campus and not care who sees you. So it's it's sort of like a power play, mm-hmm. which I know we talk about power plays a lot, but really those are some of the best recoveries from situations like this. Where you find yourself up against a corner and in a sticky situation, a little little pun tended. <laughs> and if you really wanna, if you wanna bring the moral sphere into this, Ooh. just make yourself a sign and <laughs> say raising money for blah blah blah. Come eat <laughs> poopy pants with me, <laughs> and we're gonna raise money for charity. Then everyone's like, "Oh man, I can get, I can sit in some chocolate and then eat it off my pants if it means I'm gonna be helping little orphans." Then you're really, you know, you're an upstand yeah. uh, kind of girl. Are you guys aware that upstand the human body will poop themselves um, <laughs> at two instances in the in a lifetime? Do you guys know what those are? Birth and death. Birth. Well, uh, okay, three. <laughs> okay, we have birth, death, and also just getting older, which is age. Um, which is sort of like death, but it's kind of like right before that. Pre-death. Since I heard about this, these numbers are adding up <laughs> really fast. Um, Start with two, now there's three. I'm past my limit. Next thing I know, there's four. So, uh, as you as you are doing this, you could make a habit out of this and uh, make somewhat of a protest or somewhat of an example out of it. Um, you are trying to raise awareness um, to fight against age. 
because isn't, isn't time the greatest enemy? Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you by you and wearing these, uh, qu- I'm, I'm doing air quotes right now. You can't see it because this is an audio experience. Air quote, po- uh, poopy pants on air quote. It's. Sh- it's okay, Mitch. It's hard to say. I, now I've lost my train of it's, thought it's because I got that. too caught up on the audio experience and the air quote thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I was going to say something along the lines of... It brings nobility. It brings... You're a, you're a warrior. You're a... I, why can't I say warrior correctly? Well, warrior. It's, it's a hard word to say, Mitch. Warrior. You're, you are a warrior. <laughs> and we salute you for that. You are leading the charge against the greatest enemy, which is time. Hmm. And I think that's something to be celebrated and not not shamed and not kept in the darkness in your dorm room for two days. Mm-hmm. Power to the people. But what but what I do want to add was that a crucial detail is that this was Easter candy. So mm. this is this is Easter chocolate, right? Uh-huh. Easter chocolate, Easter yes. bunny. Yes. So by accidentally smearing the chocolate, you're disrespecting. <laughs> the Easter bunny. You might say she You had. sat on its eggs. You, you crushed that bunny's eggs. You man. kind of had Easter on your keys. You've been embarrassed about the, <laughs> You've been embarrassed about the totally wrong thing this whole time. You, you should have be embarrassed that you have Easter on your keister. <laughs> disrespected the bunny. Don't disrespect the rabbit. But so the rabbit it manifests into thin air at the disrespect you killed its babies. So then, in all Rumpelstiltskin style, it requests your firstborn, and you have no choice but to give this rabbit your firstborn child. And I gotta tell you, the only the caveat to this whole thing, he says, okay, if you have your firstborn child with the crush that saw you with poopy pants, you can keep your kid. There's hope. There's hope. But you have to overcome the poopy pants embarrassment you know, in front of your crush. And that you know, if we help you with that, then Rumpelstiltskin won't allow it. Rumpelstiltskin Easter you Bunny. Overcome yourself. Right. And that's when you take Mitch's advice and you protest against aging so that, you know, you're not as the embarrassed as the enemy. The, tr- the true enemy is age. You have to say aging. Time. You have to say aging the true enemy. Aging the true enemy. Um, so you kind of, I, uh, you kind sorry, you go. Mm-hmm. I was going to stutter until I kind of. I was going <laughs> to whisper until I kind of. <laughs> so you kind of created another problem for us, Caleb, because uh, I thought we kind of had the one wrapped up in a nice little bow, and then you all of a sudden brought up the whole Easter Bunny thing. Well, I'm thorough. I mean, we, yeah. So now we got to cover it from. We're not half heartedness. Now we got to cover it from that vantage point as well. Um, and you, I guess you kind of solved it, but you really just copied my work and re- didn't change it and turned it in and said, here's my ha- here's my homework and the teacher said, thanks, and now I t- tried to hand mine and they say, well, you just copied this from Caleb and I had to say, no, it was mine to begin with and then I got an F. So now I gotta think of something else. So thanks a lot. Right, because you're a failure. <laughs> um, so, you, so you have to give your first born to the Easter Bunny <laughs> um... <laughs> What's that? What's that dude you said again? Rumple stilt skin style. And now you've created the problem of that that child of yours is gonna grow up, and you're gonna have to eventually face that fact that you gave away your child to the Easter Bunny, and, and it grew up thinking it was a bunny. <laughs> and I'm not really sure if this is embarrassing. Is is more of just um just a really weird situation that you've created for yourself. Well, more that Caleb created for you. Thank, thank you again, Caleb, well, for creating. Thanks, Caleb. Well, you're welcome. Thank you again for creating this problem that we had. Now no, 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 no. Well, here's the thing: it's not a thanks, problem. Caleb. You're doing a service. Easter bunnies don't live forever. 
where you think the next yeah. one comes from. It waits until someone crushes its eggs. Oh, my. And then it steals the child of that person and raises it to be the next Easter Bunny. So, basically, by in committing Easter Bunny genocide, she has carried on the Easter Bunny tradition. Correct. Her- She's enabled the continuation of his genes. Have you ever seen Lion Genes King? is a funny word to use there, isn't it? Because <laughs> <laughs> rabbits don't wear pants? No, because of the poopy jeans. Uh, because of uh, did you did you get it? You just wanted to pretend like you didn't. <laughs> I just do what I do most of the time, which is that. <laughs> Have you you've seen Lion King, right? The new trailer or the old one? The old one. Are you aware of the song? It's a circle of life. Yes. Well, the whole bunny thing. One hundred percent. That song is inspired by the circle of life, which. In Easter lore, the bunny represents new birth, which is where the egg comes from. Right. And it is the circle right. of life, which the bunny represents. Finally. Someone who gets it. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. No, no thank you. I'm not my head to you. No, I, I'm i tipping my hat to you. Well, I am nodding my head hat to your tip. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. I think we've covered that one for you. Frontwards, backwards, upside down, uh, inside out. And oh, diagonally. Diagonally. What's that say? I can't read it. Reverse numbers. Reverse reverse numbered upward numbers. Uh, Imaginarily Jewish numbered. Jewish numbers. Kyle, why did you make me say Jewish numbers? I don't... Look, I never... I wouldn't know. <laughs> Alright, and with that, I think we're gonna close the show out. Again, thank you for listening, all of you who have been supporting us um, for the past couple of weeks. Uh, it really means a lot to us. You guys are tuning in and Got a lot of nice words and, and kind Snapchats thrown in our way. And uh, just really cool to see you guys enjoying the podcast. If you are one of those people that like the podcast and you don't think this is a huge waste of your time, why don't you go ahead and, uh, and share that with a, a friend of yours? Or if you think that this was a huge waste of your time and you thought this was just torturous to listen to, share it with an enemy. That way you can punish them as well. And, it, and you know, it helps, helps you out, helps us out. Uh, it's, uh, it's really a win-win for everyone. E- it's economical, really. Oh, it's efficient, it. yeah. If you would like to send us an embarrassing story of yours, you can do that through a couple different ways. Um, probably the best way to do that is through our Gmail. Our Gmail is ftfypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, again, that's the best way to, to send us a, uh, a story. If you would just like to, you know, like our page on Facebook, that would be pretty cool. That is at ftfypodcast on facebook.com. Or you can tweet at us and just, you know, say, hey, what's going on? What's up? Or maybe send a little, uh, we like memes. If you know, if you have a good meme on your, on your phone or you see, only deep fried, see one on Tumblr. Oh, I love Tumblr memes. <laughs> if you, if you have a, a Tumblr meme, you can send that into our Twitter and that is at ftfypod at twitter.com. I would also like to thank the Cold Soda Club for the use of our theme song, Nip Nop, or Gnip Gnop. It's really unclear which how you say it, but it's spelled G-N-O-P, uh, no, G-N-I-P, <laughs> G-N-O-P. G-D-P. And you can find that on Spotify, and they're also on Spotify. They're really, they're actually really good. <laughs> they're actually super good, and I would, I would recommend them. Uh, do, you guys have any, do you guys have anything you want to plug? Do you guys have a... Uh, I got to just like a, uh, you know how you can turn a camera upside down. And take a photo, <laughs> and it produces an upside down image. Correct. Yeah, I can turn. Well, it's all about perspective, but sure, yeah, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> but I can turn this microphone upside down. 
I'm the weirdo on the other end. Have you ever thought it's about It's really what hard to understand sound? you when you're talking upside down like that. What, what would upside down sound like? Dude, I'm hearing you in reverse. What's going on? What? No way. Yeah. If a child talks upside down in the forest, does it make a sound? With that, I'm your co-brost, Mitch Hessian. I'm your coast bro, Caleb Carson. And I'm your toast ho, Kyle. And you're the listener. You're welcome. <laughs>